Welcome back to Politics to the Ages. I'm your host, Jacob Angle, and you're listening to the second best podcast in the world. Today, we'll be diving into the political side of Reconstruction. Before we do, I want to mention that you should try to stay completely neutral while listening to this. I'm coming in with an open-minded view, and then I'll give my opinion in the end. In the beginning of the part, in the beginning part of Reconstruction, is when the radical Republicans took over. These Republicans and Northerners created multiple amendments, starting off with the 13th Amendment. This amendment banned and prohibited slavery, so this would set all blacks free. Now, this didn't entirely help blacks, though, as good as it seems. For them, they still were equal, weren't equal to whites, but this was a giant leap for the now-called freemen. Then came the 14th Amendment. This amendment would then give everyone born in the U.S. citizenship. This would make all freedmen slash people of color citizenship if they were born in the United States. The next amendment would be the 15th Amendment, and this made it so states couldn't deny people the voting booth based on the color of their skin. Wow, this seems amazing, right? Wrong. Later on, you'll see that states found a way around this, as I said earlier. So you see, Radical Republicans was a group that was led by Thaddeus Stevens. Stevens and the Radicals supported black suffrage slash voting. These guys are a powerful force during Radical Reconstruction. These guys during Radical Reconstruction, when all the Southern Democrats were being punished, these Radicals took over the government and got to work. They found a way around getting their bills and ideas passed. These guys found out on how to override. After Lincoln's assassination, the Vice President Andrew Johnson, a Democrat, stepped up to to president. Now the Radical Republicans would try to pass an idea, but Johnson would veto it. The Radicals found out that if over two-thirds of Congress voted to pass the bill, the President had no say in it. Another group of people that was there to help blacks was the Freedmen's Bureau. The Freedmen's Bureau was an agency set up to help freedmen by getting them food and clothing. Also help them get jobs. This group would build black schools and try and rebuild the South. This brought an uproar of Southerners disliking people who came from the southern, st- from down from to the southern states. The next part of the Reconstruction is the Civil Rights Act of 1866. The Civil Rights Act of 1866 was trying to be made into a law. This law would be granting citizenship to former slaves. Johnson, a Democrat, vetoed this law. But it didn't matter because Congress had used their new profound power of overriding Johnson's veto. The Congress is very powerful due to this. Now we see the radical Republicans in Congress and how powerful they are. And as you now know, power never ends up well for everyone. So right now, the Republicans seem like they are in the right, getting blacks on their way to equality. That's when a Klan form called the KKK or the Ku Klux Klan. Ku Klux Klan, sorry. The KKK was founded by a white supremacist of the Democratic Party. White supremacist is someone who thinks thinks white people are superior or better than others, other races. The KKK would hang blacks and cause all sorts of havoc on people who supported blacks. Then came sharecropping. This was a scam. In easy terms, let me break it down for you. So Southerners had a lot of land, right? Okay, now picture you are a black, and I lend you my land to harvest it and have a house and live off of it. Sounds pretty good all for free, then you have to pay for seeds and materials for your land. Also take into account that you don't have much money, so you're working off my land, and then at the end of the year I take your crops to the market and sell them, and whatever you make, I split half of you. You would never have any proof that I'm telling the truth. Now, if something ever goes wrong and you're spending more than you are making, and leave it, and making yourself into even more debt than before, then 
Also, I forgot to mention that you can't leave until you do, don't do owe me anything. By the way, it's, you struggle to read as a black, most likely. And I use that against you, so I made you sign a contract on that. Sounds enjoyable, right? If you said yes, welcome to sharecropping. Based on the last two topics I mentioned, as you would probably infer, it gets worse. So we went over the good things, like the amendments in the 15th the amendments in the 15th amendment, which made it so you can deny vote you can't deny voters off of their race. So in retaliation, they would give a literacy test to whites and blacks, and if you don't pass, you can't vote. That is plainly stupid because think about most blacks that can't read. Most whites struggle with reading as well. Also, the test is rigged so that they would make the questions so difficult that the answer could be taken two different ways or multiple different ways. Now, later on, they would pass the grandfather clause, which would make it easier for whites to vote if their grandfather had voted before them. Anyway, on top of that, the person who graded the test would normally be the only one seeing the test, and they would allow whites to vote more than blacks because they can make them pass no matter what if they wanted to. Lastly, Jim Crow law came into effect. The government said that it was legal it was legal if it was equal. And let's just say the segregation was not fair. White people were given all the good bathrooms and water fountains and everything good, and blacks were given the bad stuff. It truly wasn't fair or equal equal. It's really sad to be honest on how naive some people in the Democratic Party were back then. Well anyway, tune in next week for the differences between Lincoln and Johnson.